0: Good morning, it's 5 a.m. Mr. Scrum Show. Hope you're doing well. I think I say that every day, don't I? <laughs> and, hide that. And we're here, we're live. On the 5 a.m. S Scrum Show. I just got the kids off. So, everything's all packed up, ready to go. I'm running a little late, though. So, today I want to talk about... Oh, I was reading... Marsha Ackers' book, her book, it's just take take as it a it's an easy read. I got a lot of it, a good chunk of it done, in like in less than an hour. The idea of let me say, um, group buy in versus group creation, and there's a big difference that and the um, facilitating game, and so many scrum masters and leaders one they make a mistake and they lose the benefit of the group creation and just go for buy-in on on their idea and we're going to talk about that a little bit today and as we do that i did do the job show last night so i'll be surfing through the different banners on the screen for the job postings last night um and it was really interesting that combine for some crazy linkedin's algorithm we should talk about testing one day, and I'll talk about LinkedIn's algorithm as far as testing. is a classic failure, and uh, we'll talk about that as one of the things. But anyway, I'm posting that up from last night's show. But come on, I went on 40,000 postings in the um over the past month, and, uh, and then numbers. It's just crazy. It's, it's another one of those crazy ones. Anyway, it's 5A Master Scrum Show. I am Greg Master Scrum Master, and Agile Coach. And here we talk about Scrum and Agile in a very practical and tactical way um, to bring value to your customer. Not working crazy hours to do it. Get it done. Get home and enjoy life. So why am I talking about her book? Well, one of my goals, as if you listened to one of my things the other day, was to read a book once a month at least. So every day I'm trying to read it. And as I'm reading some stuff, stuff comes to me. And it was very interesting because I saw some examples of it and in our book. And it, it's somewhere, I forget where it is actually in the book, but um, they talk about when she talks about having that neutrality, right? It's it's really coming out of the neutrality part of her book as a facilitator being very neutral. So one of the things that I see, and even when I taught the see Agile facilitation class, and I've taken, did I take hers too? Well, I took hers into coaching. I took her coaching class. Um, When I see leaders come in and say, hey, I'm going to facilitate a meeting or Scrum Masters. And a couple of things happen. One is where they want to get their idea through the process. So like if I'm a leader, I'm going to facilitate this meeting. I'm going to think I'm doing it right and asking questions and everything. But the leaders is providing, this is my outcome, and I just want you to buy into it in the end. So they do votes, they go, they talk about it, but this is what I think I'm going to do. Or the facilitator puts themselves into the discussion where the team is talking about problems they're having and solving those problems, and they would say, well, I think you got enough information now, or I think that's the right answer. So we're going to go with that and go to the next stage. See the words I'm using where I think that is the right answer. When you are a facilitator, depending on what you want to go for, it's not you. You take that neutral path. And it's hard to be that neutral person because if you have information and knowledge on something, it's very hard not to stick your thoughts and your nose into the process. But it's a good habit to do because what you want is you want group creation. If it's a single person saying, this is my thought, this is what I want to do, what do you think? That's buy-in, right? When you go and say, we have this problem, let's explore solutions and how we want to get that. Or even if that's the problem you want to solve. Maybe you're observing is the problem. Maybe it's not really the problem. Hey, hey, Tula, how are you doing? So... That is a difference in the activity. So, but here's what I think. Getting the group creation thought process will provide a much better solution than one person checking for buy-in from everyone else. So I can put an idea in there and I'll I'll share his comments. There you go. Put thumbs up on the agreement. Thanks to Um. So when you do the buy-in you're going to be pushing for another way and you have to be careful because you could piss everyone off in the room and the team because you're pushing your agenda so you may be be careful or like you may think you know a lot of stuff but you're not the technical team and you say well greg has the good idea let's go with what greg has or greg has the only idea and and that's where you're getting that buy-in does everyone agree let's go work on greg's idea See the words I'm using, how I'm saying it? This is where you're going for the buy-in and not necessarily the creation part of it. Where in the creation part, you're looking for them to provide the problem statement, looking for them to provide the solutioning and going through those methodologies that we have, those tools for facilitation to get them to figure out what they want to do. So there's a big difference. And I do believe that the creative side of it, like what should the answer be? Here's, you can provide all the information. Here's all the information that's available. How do you want to handle this? What do you all see? What do you think the problem is when you look at all this information? What do you think might be a solution? How do we want to get there? Walking through that process. And that's the difference between buy-in. Here's my idea. I looked at all the data. I think this is the problem. I think this is the path we go. And, and I'm just looking for buy-in from everything to buy into what I propose. First, here's the information. What do you all see? What are you thinking the problem is? How do you want to solve that problem? What's our path forward? So it's two different processes there in the facilitation world. And some are good or some bad. Some are needed depending on what you're doing and who you are. But then just be clear that you're not really facilitating so much with a a neutral stance once you go this is what i think as the facilitator so i wanted to share that from Marsha f's book and the neutrality there's all kinds of aspects of neutrality and i've seen people would come in the class really good leaders but then they'd come off go well i wanted to propose this idea to my team and i'm going to facilitate it and i'm going to guide them into the direction which i want to go and that and that's where you kind of get all. three and really miss the whole facilitation mark on that about being neutral and getting them the people in the room to decide what to do let me go what what, what do you got here create level the level ground to generate discussion yes that's a good point especially in the facilitation and 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 not just that in this conversation, just talking about keeping neutral. Don't let your ideas, your solutions in your mind penetrate the group as they come up with an answer. So with that, I'm going to say have a great day. Happy scrumming. See you tomorrow. Did post up that jobs posting um, last night. So that's up there. Got to sneeze. (laughs) And I wish you all a great day, healthy day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. See ya.